MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Number three, what a wild night in Los Angeles. 34 to 28 in overtime, overhits, Chiefs cover. Sean King is happy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy. Aaron Oster's happy. It's just a good day. Want some bets, and uh, we move on. Uh, it's Thursday, which means our weekly check-in from behind the counter. We always love checking in with, uh, our, guy. with our guy and author. Of his newest book, then one year, history's craziest year as seen by a Las Vegas bookmaker. The new book is out in time for the holidays, Chris. I need to bring over my copy. I need to get personally inscribed. I need to do that for Christmas for for, uh, you behind the counter. Can we make that happen for my Christmas? yeah, yeah, it'll cost you, but yeah, we can make it. <laughs> you give me a couple uh, betting splits, and uh, you know, I'll pay you whatever you need. Uh, need, uh, Chris. All right. Well, let me first off say I'm glad uh, you guys are all happy. Yeah. I'm not so happy, but that's the life of the bookmaker. Well, that, and that's what I was going to get to, Chris. Chiefs cover over hits. That's usually. Uh, delight to the betters and horror to the bookmakers. So, yes, I would imagine uh, that fourth quarter and then that Kelsey catch and run, not ideal for the book. 
Well, it it wasn't. I mean, the whole fourth quarter was bad. I mean, I really I thought I thought we had this one in our pocket. I thought it was going to be uh, Chargers and under. Looked looked pretty uh, looked pretty likely for most of the game. Um, but you know, once we got into overtime, <laughs> Kansas City by three was a lot worse than Kansas City by six. So once he once they kind of were in field goal position, then I know we could have got the ball back and scored and blah blah blah. But I was almost hoping at that point in time, you know, just let let them score, put me out of my misery, so I don't have to sweat the three. <laughs> well, they did. Travis Kelsey put you yeah. out of your misery. Uh, at Andrews Sports Sports uh, South Point Sportsbook Director, and we've having them all in all year. Uh, really talking a lot of college football, but. Uh, we'll, we'll get to some of the bowl games and some of the action you're seeing. And also, make sure to check out vsin.com. Chris does a great job uh, telling you where the money's been coming in when he posts the numbers. Uh, but I, I want to get to a game tomorrow night. Uh, one game, knock on wood, that hasn't been uh, ravaged by COVID as of yet. Uh, we will get to those games in just a little bit. But New England and Indianapolis. And you know how I like to try to sniff them out Look at the stinky lines, where the public's going to be. This seems like it has square, or uh, it has, uh, yeah, square dog, happy dog all over it because Indianapolis is laying two and a half against the red hot Patriots who have won six in a row. Uh, They're one of the betting favorites to win the AFC and they're catching points. Uh, Am I right? Is your ticket uh, discrepancy on New England here? Uh, yeah, it's quite a bit, you know, uh, easily two to one, a little bit more than that in favor of New England. Um, you know, I I think if it gets to three, we'll get some New England money, even from sharp betters. But so far, it's been all cold from the wise guys, public definitely on New England. Um, you know, this is, this is one of those uh, kind of uh, under-the-radar rivalries. These two teams really hate each other, and from the front office all the way down. Uh, including the coaches. Uh, so this is a, a really big game for the Colts. Now, both teams have had a little extra time to prepare, uh, but I think this is one of those games that's going to mean a lot more to the Colts than it does to the Patriots. Now, whether that translates on the field doesn't always happen, uh, but that is the psychology going into this. And, you know, the Colts are playing some terrific ball. So are the Patriots. So this really should be a fantastic game Saturday night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it uh, in Indianapolis. That'll be the nightcap tomorrow. Uh, I would think, Chris, uh, you've got a, a full bowl slate and then these island games in Las Vegas playing in the early window. Obviously, the COVID situation with Cleveland has, has made things crazy, but I would imagine I, anytime I know as a bookmaker, you could get an NFL game by itself, you're happy. So having New England and Indianapolis in this primetime slot by itself has to be a great thing for business. Oh, that's going to be terrific. Now, tonight, we this was one of the biggest handles we've had on a game. Uh, two, two parts to that. First of all, it was a great matchup. Two teams playing for, uh, well, the AFC West, but, I mean, uh, you know, legitimately, certainly Kansas City, and I think they are the number one seed at this point right now, yep. until we get to uh, Saturday night. So a lot of playoff implications there. And plus the fact, you know, everybody knows at the South Point, uh, we do everything at 11 to 10. Right. So we're, when we're at three, we're the only three flat in the world. We go to three and a half, we're the only three and a half flat in the world. And that really brings in a lot of business. Now, listen, I, I don't want to play results. You know, I mean, of course, it didn't work out for us tonight. But overall, that strategy 
is uh, definitely what we feel is best for us, and that's the way we do it. Brings in a lot of play for us, huge handle. And, uh, you know, we're kind of off to the races this week. We've got a big handle uh, already. They're playing the parlay cards, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But it'll be similar tomorrow or uh, Saturday night when uh, we're two and a half, we're two and a half flat. I'm pretty sure we'll get the three, and when we get the three, we'll be the only three flat in the world. So that'll bring about a lot of business again. So uh, we had a huge handle tonight. I think we're going to have a monster handle again on Saturday. The book is Then One Year, his second book, History's Craziest Year as Seen by a Vegas Bookmaker. That is Chris Andrews. And uh, you thought the craziness might be over, but it's not because this (laughs) week has been nutty. Uh, And, you know, just, I guess, philosophy-wise, because you just – it feels like by the hour, someone else with Cleveland is getting COVID. And now I look – I believe you guys are up at four, like most spots in town, in favor of the Raiders. They opened as a pretty significant dog. You look at Washington. They've been dealing with COVID issues. That line is now up to nine in favor of Philadelphia. And then Seattle, uh, sorry, Los Angeles, I beg your pardon, has been dealing with COVID too. And they're now from a seven-point favorite down to four. How do you guys go about this? And how have you, what has been your mindset this week trying to, be ahead of all the COVID news that keeps feel like coming out every hour. Yeah. You know, we got, had a report this morning of those teams. You met, you missed one, the bears too on yeah. Monday night. That's another team with uh, pretty drastic COVID protocols going on. So we kind of were, we were a little bit, I don't want to say ahead of it, but we, we, we kind of were anticipating it. Now talk about the parlay cards. I left the Cleveland game off the card. Now that was, you know, I don't make a lot of brilliant moves, but that one was pretty smart. I got <laughs> that one off. <laughs> we got about a ten-point swing here, and you know, when when listen, when it was Baker Mayfield, you know, at least you had Case Keenum, who really had some good years under Stefanski. Uh, you know, at least an adequate quarterback, a pretty decent quarterback. But then he came with the COVID now too, and. Uh, you know, so that's when we 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 went. I think we were at the time. I think we were at pick, or I can't even remember. We met so many numbers, but anyway, we go all the way to the Raiders. I actually had a four and a half. Then you know, cooler heads prevailed. I went to four. You know, but uh, we're just all over the place on that game. You mentioned some of the other ones, the Eagles. I think we. I want to say we opened four and a half. We're up to nine. Um, you know, I, I really, I, it's, I got so many moves going this week. I can't even remember all of them. I think the Rams, we opened seven. We're down to four. Uh, the, the Vikings, we opened three and a half. We're up to five and a half. That one didn't move quite as much. So, you know, and then of course you have the firing, uh, of, uh, Meyer. of the, of, uh, yeah, the Jaguars coach and, and the number moves up two points. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're Urban Meyer, you got to say, "Oh my God, was I that bad?" And I guess the answer is yes, it was. You know, so yeah, that game went from three to five. Well, we were three and a half with a bet, but we, yeah, it opened three. We're now at five, and all the money's on the Jaguars. And uh, I think everybody's anticipating just a, a little bounce in the step of everybody uh, on that Jacksonville team. So, you know, it's, it's been a crazy week. Uh, it's been, you know, the craziness has started. You're right. I, I probably could have just kept the book going for another year because this year is just as crazy as the last one. 
Hey, Chris, with everything going on, and it seems like there's an uptick, you know, from a COVID standpoint, are you going to make any adjustments as to when you put the initial lines out, or are you going to stay with the same routine and just make adjustments as new information is presented? Well, you know, that's a pretty good question. I think at this point, at this point, and I reserve the right to change my mind, I'm going to keep everything the same. Now, I have talked to some of our bigger players, and uh, I got one guy, and he's you know, here this weekend, I don't want to say his name or anything like that, but he's a pretty good player. We've had him for since I started at uh, South Point. And he comes in, and his usual bet, I mean, his his unit is 100000 a game. Good. You know, Lord. we put him, and we take care of him. Yeah, I mean, we, we've always taken care of him. And we, listen, he's like anybody else. He's certainly no dummy, I can tell you that. But he wins and loses like anyone else. And he was coming in this weekend, and I, you know, I texted him. I said, listen, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to take, I'll take care of you as best I can, but I have to play a little conservative this week. And I told some of the other guys the same thing, you know, <clears throat> with all the COVID stuff. And of course, all the craziness in the bowl games, it's always been crazy. And this year is even crazier yet. You know, I just have to play it a little bit more conservative. I'll do my best to take care of you. I hope you understand so far. They've all understood. I mean, we're all in the same business here and everything's pretty nuts right now. So, well, well, Chris, you know, we'll just, Chris, we'll before, kind of as we go. Chris, before we let you go, if uh, he can't wow. use all those comps, so tell him, you know, me and Tim are available. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I got him in a pretty nice suite, so that's going to eat into his comps pretty good. So, <laughs> Get the book, because uh, Chris in the book is losing some money. Buy his book, then one year, the new one. Check it out. Get in time for Christmas. You're the best, Chris. We appreciate it as always. All right, guys. Great talking to you. Talk there to you he guys. is. Chris <laughs> Andrews here on the Nightcap. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more city specific sports betting content bet rivers has you covered with with our city cast chicago denver detroit la new york philadelphia pittsburgh and i just saw a tweet today that my guy frank hanrahan has got the dc area covered now too so check that out anywhere you can get your podcasts get our city cast city specific danielle alvari with la will hill with new york bet rivers sportsbook so check it all out there. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Always great to have our good friend Chris Andrews joining the program. And uh, not a good night for the books, as you would anticipate with the uh, Chiefs winning, a very public team. The overhitting, fun thing to do on uh, on nights like this, especially with the Chiefs involved. So a big win for the Chiefs. They get it done. And... Uh, yeah, so we appreciate, as always, Chris coming out. And make sure to get his book. The new book is out. I might have to get it. I mean, that'll be a Christmas present. Then one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he already did then one day, he's done then one year. So his second book is out. So make sure to check that out. All right. we um, Because the game was going on, we didn't really have a time to uh, talk about all of the COVID issues that are going on. And, you know, and we were just talking about it a little bit with, uh, with Chris there. It's almost hard to keep track. Not almost. It's imp- it's hard. To it's keep extremely track. hard. You almost have to come up with a card. Yeah. Well, we've got a graphic doing yeah. our doing our best to uh, to keep it up, and uh, also head to vison.com, and we are keeping tabs on all of the COVID situations happening. But, I mean, uh, Cleveland right now, it's unbelievable. I mean, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, 
uh, Jarvis Landry, Malik McDowell, their head coach, uh, Kevin Stefanski, all out with COVID. I guess, so I'm not going to try to get, I thought they, they, they're doing something, they're tweaking it. Uh, apparently, Sean, that now maybe if you're asymptomatic and you're vaccinated. Yeah, I heard they were trying to come one, up with a solution so vaccinated guys could get back quicker. Yeah, if they, they only need one negative test. I think yeah. that's what they're trying to do. I don't know if that's gone through yet. Uh, it's very up in the air. But here's where we stand. And, you know, just talking to Chris, you could sense his, I wouldn't say frustration, but it's just it's hard. You know, to to keep tabs on this. Let's start with uh, two negatives. Cleveland. So it's two negatives now within 24 hours. It was 48 hours. Okay. I'm not mistaken. So, they, so I guess changed they, it by a day. Okay. Yeah. This right. is couldn't come at a worse time for Cleveland. No. Because they, they play Saturday. So they got one less. Saturday day. at home against yeah. Las Vegas. And if they lose this, they're pretty much. They're coming off the win over Baltimore. They've, they've got a chance to win the division. And now you're looking at Nick Mullins being the starting quarterback uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Right now, Cleveland is sitting as a four-point underdog to the Raiders. They were a five-point favorite, Sean, when the week started. It is, I mean, that is... I'm thinking about taking Cleveland on the money line. Yeah, I was going to say, at what point is it too much? Right. Have we gone too far? But... You think back to the situation last year when the entire quarterback room for the Broncos was yeah. out and Kendall Hinton had to start at quarterback. I mean, Nick Mullins is a better quarterback than Kendall Hinton. He was a, he's a wide receiver. All right. So Nick Mullins is, is actually a quarterback. I This one stunk for me because it was one of my better plays because, you know, I think Case Keenum is better to me in a short you know, in, in one or two games, I think Case Keenan is better than Baker Mayfield. Of course, of 17, Baker's more talented, so, you know, it probably evens out a little more. But I was looking forward to betting Cleveland with and a were, much smaller number than the game initially opened up. You were looking forward to betting. Because the Raiders, I think, were minus one when it switched from Baker to Case Keenum, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep track on all the line movements with uh, with all of the you know, the COVID situation uh, that's been going on. But you still, if you were to play it, and maybe it'll be on your bankroll, I don't know. Uh, if you were to play it, you would go Cleveland. No, I'd go under 30 and a half. Okay. If I had to play it. I'm probably going to leave it alone. Yeah, I'm not touching this game. I just. Is there any game? With, I don't know how active I'm going to be Sunday. I, that's the crazy thing, man. I, I just don't know. I mean, is there anything out there? I mean, for me, as Horrible as this sounds, I mean, Washington's COVID outbreak is beneficial to me for my underplay on the right. season win total. They are now a nine-point underdog uh, to Philadelphia, nine and a half at some spots uh, in town. So let's look at Washington. Washington, I think they're at 17 players mm-hmm. uh, that are out. Montez Sweat, Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator, said he believes Sweat could be back for the game. So that's something on a positive side there for Washington. Jonathan Allen is out. Kendall Fuller is out. Ioannidis, Matt Ioannidis, defensive tackle is out. Their backup quarterback, Kyle Allen. Taylor Heineke, as of now, in the clear. So that would be good for Washington. But this line opened, I think, Philadelphia minus four and has now ballooned up to nine. Stay away or gone too far? (sighs) 
It's a new game we're playing. Stay away. Gone too far. Yeah. And where's the graphic with who, who all is out for Washington? So it was Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller, Matt Ioannidis, I t- Kyle. I, I take Washington. I, I don't trust Philly. To lay nine at Wholeheartedly, home. yeah. Because Hurts is coming back off an of injury. Is he game time decision? There's a 10 out there. so Yeah, I, I would take Washington in that game. But, again, I wouldn't be running to the window to try and play it. The only thing I know right now that I'm playing is Tampa minus 11 at home Sunday night. And that's one of the few games yeah. that – not where's Wood. Right. That's not Wood. But it's one of the few games that there actually isn't a whole COVID lot of, situations right. going on. Everything and, else, some kind of waiting. And I'll, I'll say this, and this is selfish – but my the game I was looking forward to the most, and I, I want to bet, and I have bet, was New England-Indianapolis. And as of now, no COVID issues there, Yeah, thankfully. See, I wouldn't bet against New England there. Mm-hmm. But I don't love them in that game. Like, I, I feel I mean, strongly. What Chris, what Chris just said was music yeah. to my ears. It was like a, a little, it was like a dove just Tweeting in my ear. It was beautiful. You like Ticket it? count two to one. The numbers going the other way. He says they're going to get the three, despite the fact the public being all over New England, up two to one ticket count. Okay. Gorgeous. Look, doesn't always work. Doesn't always work. But sometimes it does. And when it does, I'm going to ride. I'm going I'm to play Pittsburgh. Spectacular. Pittsburgh against Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I, I told you, I put a small play on Pittsburgh to win. The AFC North, and I'm going to take them to win Sunday. And just I'm going to ride them out the rest of the season because I think Ben's about to get hot. So I don't mean to jump off this, but a game that you really liked before COVID came into play. Seattle, money line. Seattle. Yeah, I'm not touching it without Lockett. Yeah, so Tyler Lockett now yeah. is out. and They already don't have a lot of weapons. Alex Collins is out. Right. So I'm not touching that. The Rams are dealing with their COVID situation. Is Jalen Ramsey, he was ruled out just moment, like a day before. Yeah, I think they said he's probable, likely. Tyler Higby, he ended up testing negative before the game. But, uh, I mean, once again, I'm not trying to figure out the rules that are are implemented. But Odell Beckham is going to be out. Um, So they're missing some pieces. But, yeah, with Tyler Lockett out. Yeah, that crushed me. I'm just glad I hadn't bet it. Right. So I actually was gonna put like a, a fairly large wager. Because you were gonna, I mean, and and I loved it yeah. too at seven. Yeah. And now you know the interesting thing moving forward about the NFL and look, we're we're all dealing with this obviously, you know, in the world. Uh, but we're a sports gambling network, so that's what we talk about. Right. When it comes to betting games, you know, I love trying to get in on these games early. We talk to Brad Powers, you know, every. Monday night, he's got in on college football games very early. We have, you know, a show on Sunday nights on the network with Matt Humans and JVT. Opening lines, you know, when to get in early. I don't know, man. With the NFL right now, I'd be really hesitant to get in early right now because you just don't know. I mean, as these weeks have gone on, Sean, different team. I mean, Washington this week, who knows who it could be next week? Yeah. So, and that's the crazy thing. I know we, we as betters love getting in early if we can get a good number. Like, once again, like last Monday night, we had a chance to get Seattle plus seven against the Rams. I thought that was great. I knew that would get bet down. Mm-hmm. Then COVID strikes, and you're like, well, if you had gotten it, who knows? So uh, other – I'm trying to think of any other games really uh, affected 
Uh, we could get to the Urban Meyer situation, too. That is, uh, I'm leaning towards taking Houston. It's getting so ridiculous. I think it's like Jacksonville, almost six now, right? Five and a half? Uh, it was five and a half. Yeah. I don't know if we've got. If it gets, if I can get over six, I'm yeah. taking Houston. Yeah, it's at five and a half here at Circa. Pretty much fives across the board. Uh, <laughs> they don't have to win; just lose close. Yeah, I took three and a half, but you, I thought you always said if it's under seven, take the money line. Yeah, when you make Davis Mills, under seven, you always gotta take the money line. What a break! This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The College Bowl betting season starts tomorrow, bright and early. The Bahamas Bowl, baby. We got Toledo taking on. Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Wow. Had a brain fart there. Uh, and we've got you covered here at VEASAN with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting every game, playing in a contest, or just want a couple spots to fire away, the VEASAN bowl betting guide is what you need. Get your digital copy. $19.99. Head over to VEASAN.com slash bowl. Guide. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Travis Kelsey into the end zone early in overtime. 191 yards for Travis Kelsey. And then after the game, he did the UC. He did. Yeah, so shout yeah. out to Cincinnati there for mm-hmm. the Travis Travis Kelsey as the Chiefs get, Chiefs get the win. 34-yard reception for the game winner. Chiefs now 10-4 and four and have won seven in a row. They are the top seed in the AFC at this moment in time, a huge win for the Chiefs over the Chargers and uh, the overhits as well. Sean able to win a cigar bet. Yes. Against Mr. King. And my paper Mr. bet as well. It's Brad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My head is all over the place because I'm trying to get our bowl contest going. So we're going to have a little friendly competition. I don't, we got to figure out what's on the line. We got Big Balls, Banksy, and Derek, our Friday crew, part of the competition. We got our production crew, part of the competition. We got Oliver, Nick, a.k.a. Big Patriots fan, and then Aaron Oster, and then me and you, of course. There's eight of us. We're going to pick every game against the spread, and we'll periodically do updates. And I've got the Google Doc ready to go here. I, uh, I ran out during breaks tonight and made Derek, Big Balls, and Banksy while they were sitting watching the game look up at the big board and pick the first nine bowls. So we're not going to just fire away on all 43 right now. What we're going to do is periodically. So tonight, me and Sean, because the first bowl game starts tomorrow morning, Mm -hmm. are going to pick through the weekend and onto Monday, and then we'll reconvene. You're actually doing Follow the Money. Next week, right? As am I on Monday and Friday. So you and I will be together on Monday, but we'll uh, we'll get your plays in uh, for it uh, for uh, for next week. So, without further ado, let's get it rolling. We will fire through nine games right now, Mister King. 
for the bowl season. Okay. And we are using the Circa Current Line because that is where our friends pick them. So the Circa Line at this moment in time. So that is where we're going to. So if it moves, you know, come Monday for Old Dominion and uh, and Tulsa, then that's fine. It's a stale line. Kind of. Kind of uh, so it's almost like doing a parlay card. A I get, yeah. So right now I get Toledo. I, I like Toledo in the first game, minus the 10 points. Uh, 10 and a half. Okay. 10 and a half. Got the hook on there. But you'll still take Toledo? Yes. Uh, see, this is going to be tough because I'm going to want to pick against you to try to. First di- of all, dif- no, just you're to try to, to get dif- the games right. No, I know. Yeah. Try to differentiate. All right. I will go. I'll go Middle Tennessee. I'll take the take the hook. Probably a terrible decision, but whatever. Uh, Coastal against Northern Illinois. I will take the Chanticleers. Minus 11. Minus 11 mm. here at Circa. So we're getting a bad number if you like the Chanticleers because it's 10 and a half most place else. But here at Circa, it's 11. I will take the Chants. And that is game is in Orlando tomorrow night. I think Grayson McCall ready to go. Uh, and I think this is an opportunity for Coastal Carolina to put an exclamation point on a Good season, not great season. Good season. I mean, it, it's crazy. They're eleven and one, Sean. And we're like, eh, not that great. Because- I like NIU doing right. outright, but I'm gonna take the eleven points. All right, Sean on NIU. Yeah. All right, to Saturday we go. The only two and a half I see out there. It's at Circa App State minus two and a half against the mighty Bailey Zappies of Western Kentucky. Are you on the Toppers or on the Mountaineers? App State. App State minus, what is it, two and a half? Yeah. I'm going App State. It's a no-brainer. I'm going App State as well. I may not lose any of these. It hurts. I may go 9-0. and oh. Never never shot, uh, short on confidence. Oh, facts. These are facts. Um, Yeah, I'll go App State as well. UTEP, the Miners. This game will be in New Mexico. You're watching on ESPN. You'll see our colleague, Stormy Bonatoni. She'll be on the sideline for this one, one of her many bowl games. She's got three bowl games and the FCS National Championship, so pretty cool there uh, for our colleague Stormy. Uh, She will be busy. She's going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl Mm -hmm. in Phoenix, and then I believe the Outback Bowl. Double-check that. She's doing a New Year's Day Bowl in Florida. I know that for sure. Uh, And then the FCS Championship, which should be a good one. But UTEP, here at Circa. 11-point underdog. Could get a better number elsewhere, but we're playing by the Circa number. UTEP plus 11 against Fresno State. So I can honestly say, like, I won't play this game in real life, but for the competition, I'm going to go UTEP plus the 11. There's too much turnover, too much turmoil for this Fresno team. They've had some significant wins this year. I don't know how fired up they're going to be leaving California, going to New Mexico. They're definitely more talented. I think there's, there's no denying that. As you mentioned, their coach left. I, I believe it seems like Hayner's going to play. Yeah, it, it gets kind of windy sometimes. It can in that be part. cold, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with UTEP. I feel like UTEP hasn't been to a bowl in a while. Like, they're going to be fired up. They're feeling like they're building on the end of their season, and this is the kickoff of next year. So, I, I don't have a lot of information about UTEP, and I probably won't bet this game in real life. But for the competition, I'll go UTEP plus the 11. I will do uh, – I wrote down the wrong one. Sorry. Uh, let's get that right. UTEP. Yeah. Uh, I will be UTEP as well. Uh, I played this game 10 and a half. I mentioned that when Jake Hayner 
Sad he was transferring. He does not. We got to fire. Let's finish these up because we got Scott Seidenberg coming up next. UAB, six and a half point dog against BYU. This is the Independence Bowl in Shreveport. I'm going BYU minus six and a half. I will be on the Cougars as well. I like the number here at Circa at six and a half, seven, as you see at DraftKings. People keep saying they're not going to be motivated. They knew they were going to this bowl game. Kelani Sataki back. There's a better football team. Uh, I will lay it with BYU. Eastern Michigan against the Malik Willises of Liberty. This game is in Mobile, Alabama. I think Malik Willis, this is a big game for him leading into the uh, NFL draft process. I like Hugh Freeze with all this time. They come up with a great, great game plan. They don't play defense in the MAC. I'm going Liberty. What was that number again? Nine and a half. Liberty minus nine and a half. Uh, I will not be playing this game personally, uh, but for the contest, I will, uh, I'll, I'll roll with, uh, Chris Creighton. I'll take the points, uh, Eastern Michigan plus nine and a half. The Jimmy Kimmel LA bowl out at SoFi stadium, Oregon state here at circa a seven and a half point favorite. So you got that hook against the Aggies of Utah state. I know where Sean's going, but I will tell be the pl- people. I will be playing this game in real life. I am taking Utah state money line. So I'm in the competition, I'm definitely taking what is it seven, seven and, a half? and a half? Yes. In um, real life, I will have you. I will have Utah State money line. I don't like that we have to play the hook, uh, but I, I think Oregon State is fired up. I think they're a better football team. It's been a hell of a year for Utah State. Um, I think both teams will be motivated in this spot. I played it personally at seven for the contest. I'll stay consistent. I'll roll with Oregon State. Don't love the hook. Uh, the next play I do like quite a bit. I wrote it up for Veasan.com. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl. I like Marshall. I think Marshall's going to keep things close. Uh, Louisiana, obviously, a lot of changes in the coaching staff. Uh, in addition to Billy Napier, strength and conditioning coaches left. Uh, your, I think the defensive coordinator left. The running backs coach left. The offensive analyst who deals with quarterbacks left. A lot of turnover there for Louisiana. Great team. They did promote with from within. They hired the offensive coordinator as the head coach. Uh, but I think Marshall's fired up for this game. Uh, like you said, Charles Huff, uh, the head coach, turned down the Duke job. Said mm-hmm. he still has things to accomplish there at his alma mater. I like Marshall here. It's plus five, right? Marshall plus the five. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I probably would go uh, Louisiana Lafayette if I thought they ch- supported the program better from a fan base standpoint. But it's not going to be a huge home field advantage. I mean, they haven't been selling out their home games. So I-, I like Marshall. It'll be neutral. All right, final one. Uh, this is where we'll stop our pick'em and we'll pick it back up next week. The Myrtle Beach Bowl, Monday afternoon, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Old Dominion. I believe won their final five games to get the bowl eligibility. They're taking on the two Tulsa Golden Hurricane. I'll take the points. Take the nine here at Circa. Give me the Monarchs of Old Dominion. They played nobody that's going to be as talented as Tulsa. I'm taking Tulsa minus the nine. All right. So we differed a little bit. I like it. There's the start of our bowl competition. Me, Sean, Big Balls, Banky, Banksy, and Derek Stevens, and then our production crew as well. So we will uh, keep you updated on our little competition. When we come back, Scott Seidenberg, he will join us to wrap up the show right here on the Nightcap. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a of VSIN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with. 
our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every game. Sign up today, and you'll also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, and a college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game out there and the price only 39 bucks head over to vcin.com slash subscribe or vcin.com slash super bowl it is the nightcap here on vcin the show that always follows us the look ahead with this fine gentleman right here scott seidenberg and we like to close out his week the best intramural softball player in las vegas <laughs> scott seidenberg himself he dropped some bombs man i need Hashtag ringer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Scott will be with me all next week when uh, Sean's getting up early. So Scott will be uh, riding with me next week here on the nightcap. Um, Tonight was a painful night for Chris Andrews, who just let us know. uh, And most bookmakers, it was a joyous night for Sean and not so much for you, Scott. Nope. Chargers plus three and a half uh, to lose that way. Uh, it stings every time, and we've had a lot of overtime losses this season with teams that have covered actually three, three-and-a-half, four-point spreads. Uh, we all know the overtime rules needed tweaking several years ago. They still need tweaking. They do. Uh, the idea that a team can basically not get the football mm-hmm. and their opportunity to possess is the kickoff is a joke. Um, the Chargers should have won that game several times tonight. Forget about covering the three-and-a-half-point spread. I, I, analytics are, to me, one of the worst things that has happened to football over the past several years. Preaching to that I guy over there. I hate it because this is – this man played the game, okay? <laughs> I played when I was in high school. This man played at the highest level possible, okay? He knows you don't win a football game unless you score more points than your opponent. I don't care about – Win percentage charts right. or or success versus fail rate. Uh-huh. When you don't score more than the <laughs> other team, you lose 100% of the time. Speaking of So when you have an opportunity to put points on the scoreboard to make sure that no matter what happens, you will still have more points than the other team. Because, God, I, listen, you've been watching football a long time. Again, you played at the highest level. Absolutely. When you're up nine points right. and the other team does scores a touchdown, the most they can get with a two-point conversion, is right, is eight. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So if you're up nine, Bring it home. there's no way uh-huh. that the other team yes. can beat you Praise God. without trying to do an onside kick. That's right. right. Absolutely. There's no way. It's impossible. Impossible. What do the analytics nerds say about that? Well, if you do it for the next four games, then you know what? At the end of it, it'll increase your percentage I chance just, of winning. I, I hate it so much. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? I, I hate it even more because I actually understand it. Like, I understand right. that when you convert these, the win percentages, they get higher. And, yes, when you're down nine, if you go for two and you're down seven, it's incredible. And But, no. Yeah. You you lose. Here's the analytical stat. Like I said, you lose a hundred percent of the games that you don't score more points than the other team. Facts. And the entire so church if, said, so the Chargers, man, the Chargers had opportunities to put more points on the scoreboard 
and they did not. And so you I'm know. I'm not even talking about the fumble, and I'm not even talking about the interception. And so you Those know. Those things happen. I'm 100% Thank you. in your corner. Thank you. He tried to explain. Guess what his reasoning was for why it was the right decision uh, on the first drive. The game was 54, and you don't win kicking field goals, Lane Kiffin. So this is what he said. This is what him and Aaron said. Aaron's well, if if they don't get it, then the other team has to go ninety-five yards to score. Alabama went ninety-nine yards and scored. I like it. I like it. Yards and scored. I like it. I finally got some help. I finally got some help. You know what matters? I think my favorite part about this scoring more points than the other team. Facts. I think my favorite part about this is outside of the first. Uh, failure. I actually agreed with Sean, but he doesn't. He he. he doesn't, his, he's still stuck open, on the first. He doesn't open up game. his ears. Yeah. yeah, you're playing the Chiefs, and yes, I believe if you have to go 95 yards, it's an advantage. Mm-hmm. And going for it, I was not opposed to it. I think the mistake, in my opinion, and I'm sure analytical people will disagree. I didn't like that he went for it at the end of the half. Because Correct. one of the things that is the advantage is, as much as Sean wants to use the nerd voice, you do have to go 90-plus yards to go score, but at the end of the half, Final play you the don't. Half. Yes, and the Chiefs get the ball to start the second half, so why give them momentum going into the half instead of just taking an extra lead? Okay, I still have the Chargers to win the AFC, and I'm not going to back away from that. I wish, shot. I wish I would have bet it tonight yeah. rather than two days ago because now it's plus 1,400. Yeah. I got it at plus 1050, but I still think this team did show you tonight that they can beat, the, obviously they showed you earlier in the season they could beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They should have won again tonight. There's no team in the AFC that they're afraid of. Even that game against the Patriots mm-hmm. was a very close game. They can beat anybody in the AFC. And I think the odds for them being as great as they are are not indicative of what the games will be like when they play against these opponents. That's fair. Because at worst... If they have to play the Kansas City Chiefs again in the playoffs, what are they going to be? Plus 250? Chargers? Yeah. Uh, in Arrowhead. Yeah. At worst. They were plus 150 tonight at home as a three-point dog. They'll probably be a six-point dog in Arrowhead. Four, five and a half, maybe. Something like that. So, at worst, what are they? Plus 250? And you're telling me that I'm going to have that team at plus 1,000, plus 1,450 in a, ch- in a place where they actually went to earlier this season and won a football game? I'll take those odds. I'll take those odds. And then I think they, any team in the AFC they can beat. They're very talented. Justin Herbert playing at a very high level. Defensively, they have to get a couple of things figured out. But, again, in the second half, Derwin James leaving definitely Did he re-injure himself? Yes, definitely hurt their defense a lot, their secondary. What happened? Kansas City Chiefs broke a ton of tackles. There's a lot of missed coverages. Having Derwin James back there in your secondary, you know, uh, uh, helps you in your pass coverage. Sometimes you forget how physically imposing he is. Like, he's a big dude. Like, it matters when he's back there. Like, and guys that, are less likely to go and be comfortable in the middle of the field. And, and don't get me wrong. Chiefs had their own issues. Chris Jones plays in this game. It right. might be a lot different. Oh, Rashawn right. Slater didn't play that, for the Chargers. That, that as well. Uh, uh, you know, this and, sucks, and, by the way. And once again, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's and Especially it, the randomness of it. Well, and it's, I mean... Like, if a guy pulls his hamstring... Third quarter, like in your mind, you get time to compute. Okay, yeah. what the adjustment is. Okay, I know moving forward, but like this Wednesday, sixteen guys pop up, and Thursday it's eleven more guys from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a difficult environment to exist in. You know, in the field that we're currently in. I mean, how much does Tyler Lockett 
and Alex Collins. Yeah. I was taking, he'll tell you, soon as oh, the yeah. Rams-Cardinals game was over, I said, I'm taking Seattle money line. <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden, Lockett's not there, Alex Collins. Just, so who knows who the Rams are going to have right. lining Is Jalen Ramsey going to play? We know Odell is out. <sighs> what really sucks is I actually like Putting in bets early in the week, right? Yeah, so that's what we were talking I, I about. Like, I like getting good numbers, right? And and even when the, there was the COVID adjustment, so when the Browns moved to plus one and a half, I fired in immediately, and I'm like, I'm on the Browns, right? It's great because I like case. And Keenum. then not only did I fire it on the Browns regular like, on plus one and a half, I fired in on them with a teaser. There you go. Get them into the seven, seven and a half, and a half. baby. Right. I'm gonna have to go into this game on Saturday with Nick Mullins a quarterback now. With money on the on the Browns, I, I will say this: ways. Nick Mullins is an elite option if you just consider if every team had to use their third quarterback. I understand that because he has right. games before. He He's has a lot better games. than Kendall Hinton, right? <laughs> so, uh, before you start your show, we got bowls this weekend. Anything jumping out of you bowl wise this weekend? So, I originally was all over BYU. It was one of my favorite plays looking into the weekend. And then talking to some people and finding out the amount of players that are not playing for Ooh. BYU in this game Uh-oh. is really scaring me. Well, when did like, you hear this? A couple days ago. We're talking about uh, starting center out. We're talking about a couple of de- defensive is this players. A COVID deal? No, this is just opt-outs. This is just oh, players wow. not playing in, in these bowl games. So they're going to miss. Uh, they still have talent. That's surprising have that we haven't heard edge, that. that their report because made it's it not star players, but these are role players. These are right. these are linemen that you need. You know, these are these are players that are not playing in this game. Scared me away from it a little bit. I still like BYU talent-wise. They're better. You know, mm-hmm. overall coaching-wise, they have an advantage. But don't be surprised if UAB keeps it close. They are a very scrappy team. And then I really like ULL, but DeSormo's coaching that game with basically no assistance. Right. Like Billy Napier took the entire staff with him. Yep. So a uh, very hard time preparing for that game, but it is a home game. All, going, those, all, those fans, all those fans are going to travel to New Orleans to go watch that game. I know it's Doc. It's not Doc Holiday, but Marshall is known to be really great come bowl season. Marshall, baby. We are Marshall. Hey, that's the beauty of betting. You disagree? One of us is going to be a winner. He's up for the next three hours. For Sean, I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on VC. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. 
Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.